Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very thankful that you would join me and looking forward to what I hope will be an encouraging conversation. I want to encourage you today. That's what we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about encouragement, what it means to encourage others and how when we encourage others, we personally benefit. So often we think of encouragement as a one-way street. We're down and we need to be encouraged. Nothing wrong with that, of course. But what we learn and what hopefully we'll understand today as we walk through this together is that when we encourage others, instead of simply waiting for them to encourage us, when we encourage them, we are encouraged in the process. We benefit in the process. We're going to talk about that. And uh, again, I think this is a very helpful conversation because it, it puts this concept a little bit on its head but really helps us as we look at others and ask the question, how can we benefit others? How can we be a blessing to others? And understanding there is a benefit to us as well. We're going to get there in just a second. But if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast on the platform that you are listening from, all of us have different podcast platforms that we like. Uh, I'm kind of weird. There's like three different ones that I use at different times. Uh, I can't explain it. I just tend to work that way. Make sure that you are subscribed, wherever it is you're listening to this one from, make sure that you are subscribed, and uh, that lets you get this information, get this podcast. As soon as it comes out, every Saturday morning, this content is pushed out, and you can receive that right away, and I would encourage you to do that. If you have not yet checked out the YouTube channel, please go over to YouTube. You can find my channel. Just search for my name, Jeremy Stalnecker. You'll find the channel there. And uh, again, this content is there. Other video content is there as well that uh, I push out as often as I can, as frequently as I can. And I'd love to share that with you. Also, if you are so inclined, and some people are, I'm told, uh, I'm also putting the videos now uh, beginning this week on Rumble. I have other videos there that I've just brought from the archives and put there. Uh, But I'll begin putting these videos on Rumble as well. And if you like Rumble, please go and check that out. You can find my channel, again, just using my name, Jeremy Stalnecker, and that is there for you as well. And then finally, go to jeremystalnecker.com, jeremystalnecker.com. That is my website. That has every uh, piece of information about me that you could possibly want, I think. And if it's not there, there's a link to it. So you can find out uh, more about me, learn uh, some of the things I've been involved in. Uh, My bio is there. Books are there. Links out to my socials are there. And more importantly than any of it, my blog is there. I write on that blog every week. And so much of the content that we discuss on this podcast, whether it's with a guest or just a solo episode like today's episode, I break down in greater detail, maybe looking at it from a different perspective on the blog. And uh, I'd love to share that with you. The reason I produce all of this content, uh, all of it, the written content, the social media content, uh, the podcasts, and I have another podcast I'm involved in as well. The reason for all of it is to be a help to you, and uh, I trust that that's the case. But please check that out. Um, Share it out with others. That would be helpful as well. And then finally, if you have not yet, go to one of the companies that makes this content possible and content like this possible, Freedom Fatigues. Go and check out Freedom Fatigues. I'm wearing this hoodie right now. If you are on YouTube or Rumble, you can see it. This is one of their hoodies. Freedom Fatigues, uh, they are a veteran and law enforcement-owned company, a family company. They have all their products made in the United States. Awesome, awesome company. Check out their stuff. They have T-shirts and hats and sweatshirts and a lot of other apparel you can find there. And if you use my code, Jeremy10, J-E-R-E-M-Y-1-0, Jeremy10, at checkout, 
you will get a 10% discount. And uh, I'd love to share that with you as well. All right, please check all of that out. That would be fantastic. Now we get to the podcast, the reason we all showed up today. We are living, and I don't think this is a surprise to anyone who is listening or watching. We are living at a time in history that is extremely discouraging. (laughs) There is encouragement and there is discouragement. It's been said that encourage means to place courage into. uh, That is to give people courage. Discouragement, being discouraged, is to have that courage pulled right out. And I think when you look at the world around us, whether it's globally or even locally, perhaps in your own family, it's easy to get discouraged. Many people who wallow in that discouragement, meaning they just stay there, they don't do anything about it, they stay in that discouragement. Uh, Eventually, if they're not careful, they can end up in a depression. They can end up in a malaise that, uh, for many, lasts a very long time. It's interesting to talk to people who are living depressed, and you ask them, when did this begin? Some people have lived with it for so long that they couldn't tell you when it began. This discouragement overwhelmed them and became something much, much worse. We understand that. When we talk about moving forward, and that's what we discuss on this show, uh, marching when it would be easier to stay where you are and die, uh, one of the aspects of this that we have to realize, we have to recognize, is that when you're moving forward in a meaningful way, when you're trying to accomplish something that is important, there will be those moments of discouragement. Why? Well, the opposition becomes too difficult. Maybe you find yourself in a place you didn't think you would be. Uh, Maybe something has taken longer to come together, to come to fruition than you thought it would. You can become discouraged. I think just as many people quit moving forward, they stop moving forward, they decide to stay where they are and die, to, to just hit it into neutral and exist. I think more people do that because they're simply discouraged than because they've actually hit an obstacle that they cannot overcome. Now, we know there are obstacles that are very difficult to overcome. There are trials and tribulations and traumas. I don't want to downplay any of those things. But if we're honest with ourselves, so often the reason we don't continue is because we're just discouraged. I say just as though it's not an important thing. It's extremely important, and it can be overwhelming. When we find ourselves in moments of discouragement, often we look for, at least hope for, someone to come along and encourage us. We want that kind word. We want someone to come along and say that thing that will lift us from where we are, that will give us a clearer view, maybe uh, push back the clouds a little bit and help us to see forward. We want to be encouraged, and so we look for someone who can provide those encouraging words. Encouragement then becomes all about us. I need someone to encourage me. You may not say it exactly like that. Perhaps you do. And again, there are times when you need someone to encourage you. I'm not dismissing that. But when your world revolves around your discouragement, to the point that you can't see beyond it, and you need someone to step into that discouragement to lift you up, you're doing real harm to yourself. You're at least preventing yourself from moving forward. 
We're going to look at a couple of verses found in the New Testament book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. These are great verses. The context is important for us to understand here. The Roman Empire is beginning to, and has now for some time, oppressed Christians. By the time of our reading here in Hebrews, it's gotten so bad that those who can look down the road into the future with any kind of a, an informed eye know that it's going to get much worse before it gets better. Uh, this, this persecution is gaining momentum. It's getting really bad. Because of the persecution, there are many Christians who have stopped gathering in churches. They don't want to get together anymore because they don't want to be identified as Christians anymore. We could say it this way for the sake of what we're discussing. Because of what was happening globally and what was happening locally, these Christians were so discouraged that they simply gave up. Now, they were facing severe persecution. They were facing incredible obstacles to that forward movement. To be sure, we know what happened. We can look back and understand just how bad it was. Uh, Again, not dismissing that. But in a moment where there were a lot of hurting people that needed to be encouraged, the writer of these verses in Hebrews encourages (laughs) the listener with these words. Uh, He said this, And let us consider one another. So think about others. To provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. He says here, we should provoke unto love and to good works. That word provoke, it means push. We could say this, it means encourage. Now, when we hear provoke, we think of a stick maybe, and there's someone pushing us in the back, and that's provoking us to do something. Sometimes maybe it's a stronger word that's needed to provoke. Certainly these are words that are clearly communicated. Hey, get up. Keep going. You can do it. Encouragement is not always a hug. Sometimes encouragement is a strong word that says you can get out there. You can do it. That's what the apostle who is writing these words to the Hebrews is saying. We need to, at this dark time, at this difficult time, when the world is overwhelming and persecution is coming, we need to think about others. He's writing to the people who were experiencing the persecution. And instead of trying to encourage them, hey, it's going to be okay, what he told them was that they needed to find others to encourage. Isn't that crazy? That's a little backwards of how we normally view this encouragement thing. And yet he said, here's what you need to do. Go out and provoke. Go out and encourage those who have become overwhelmed. Encourage them to love and good works. He goes on and says, you need to be together, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves. And as it gets worse, you need to be together more. Uh, This is very active. I believe there is real power in encouraging others. There is, of course, the power (laughs) received by the one who's being encouraged, but there is great personal power in encouraging others. We receive a tremendous benefit when we are willing to encourage others. A couple of thoughts that I want to give to you. 
some things that you receive when you go out of your way to be a blessing to someone else. You're going through your own difficulty, your own trial. We call that life. You're struggling through life. (laughs) And in the midst of life, you are looking for someone else to encourage. What happens? Well, number one, encouragement, that is encouraging others, keeps things in perspective. When we encourage others, the world has the right perspective. We see things clearly. We understand things clearly. Here's what happens. When we're going through our own struggles and our own difficulties, we tend to believe that we're the only ones who are going through this, maybe at those very difficult times. We think we're the only ones who have ever gone through it. We're the only ones who have struggled like this. We're the only ones who have hurt like this. We're the only ones who have ever experienced something like this. And what started as discouragement, our eyes continue to face down and down and down, away from the world around us and away from those that care about us and that we care about and focus solely on our problem. We're the only ones. But in the midst of our own struggles, when we look for someone else to encourage, everything comes into perspective. We're reminded that there are other people who are struggling. Maybe they're struggling the way that we are. Maybe with something much more severe than what we're dealing with right now. The world comes into focus because we are no longer focused on us and instead are focused on others. Encouragement, the encouraging of others keeps things in perspective. If you have the wrong perspective on life, maybe you're at that time in life when you feel like you're the only one who's ever experienced what you're experiencing, ever gone through what you're going through, ever struggled with what you are struggling with. If you are in that place in your mind, there is one surefire remedy to get you out of that place in your mind. Go find someone to encourage. I guarantee that as difficult as it may be, you may even physically feel as though you can't do it because of what you're dealing with. If you'll push through that, a small act of encouragement, a word of kindness, it begins to set things straight in your heart and in your mind. There's a second thing, though, and man, this is huge. Encouragement, being encouraging allows you to provide value and meaning to others. Now, we just said that when you encourage others, you are able to see things more clearly. Your perspective changes. That's about you. But check this out. When you encourage others, what you're really doing is providing value and meaning to them. And isn't this what we all want? We talk about finding a life's purpose. When we talk about asking questions like, why am I here and what am I supposed to do? Aren't we really asking how we can use what we have to add value and meaning to others? We might hope there's some kind of a financial reward or some other benefit to us on the other side of that. But really, when you're living a life of purpose and you're living a life of meaning, you are adding value to other people. You may be going through something because of what someone has said to you or what they've done to you. 
a relationship issue or relationship struggle that's caused you to feel somehow broken and hurt and worthless. Maybe you've said, I have nothing to offer. I have nothing of value. There's no one that I can help. I cannot in any way (laughs) use anything that I have for a benefit. I pause as I'm thinking about so many people that have said this to me over the years and so many times I've felt like this over the years. I just have nothing to add, nothing to give, no way to benefit someone else. Here is a (laughs) low-cost opportunity to provide value and meaning to someone else. Go out and find someone who needs to be encouraged. And by the way, you cannot encourage the wrong person. Speak a kind word. Tell them they're doing a good job. Help them to get back up if they've fallen down because of life and say something like, you can do it. I believe in you. I've seen you do it in the past. I know if you just keep going, you'll get there. Encourage someone. And when you do, you're adding value and meaning to them because they're better off for that relationship with you. They're better off for having had that conversation or sitting down and spending time together. They're better for it. You've added to them. How many places in life Is there a guarantee that you can live for something important and you can add value and meaning to others? Very few. But when you go out of your way to be an encouragement, that's exactly what you're doing. You say, Jeremy, well, I'm not sure that that's my purpose or what my purpose is. I'm searching for this. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, Listen, we're all called by God to be an encouragement to other people. Do that while you're searching for your purpose. And you may just find that your purpose, whatever that is, we've talked about this in the last uh, couple of weeks, your purpose will be somehow wrapped up in providing value and meaning to others. What a great place to start. This next one I've talked about before, and again, I like to share it here because it's so true. Encouragement redeems your pain. It redeems your pain. Now, this may not apply to everyone, but certainly it applies to many of us. We go through our own difficulties and our own trials. Maybe there's traumas in our past or uh, even traumas that we're experiencing living through in our present. When we are able to get outside of ourselves and speak honestly and transparently to others, telling them our story, our story of hurt, our story of trial, our story of trauma, our story of pain. And helping them to understand that as we came through that, whatever that is, each one of us has a different story, but whatever that is in our story, as we came through that, we found hope and purpose and direction. Maybe someone else came along and encouraged us. Maybe it was just an understanding that God has a plan in this and he'll use it to help us move forward. However, we have grown through that. 
when we are able to share that with someone else, we are giving hope because where they're sitting right now, they don't think they could ever grow through it. The overwhelming pain that they're feeling, the difficulty because of the trauma and the trial and the whatever, the obstacles, the difficulties that they're dealing with, is so much they can't see a future. And you come into their lives and you say, I've been where you've been. I've experienced what you've experienced. I know what you're going through. I know how bad it can be. Let me tell you my story of how one foot in front of the other, I kept moving and I got out and God blessed and God worked. There is hope. You know what that does? It redeems your pain. It redeems your story. What is redemption? Redemption is adding value to something that was once worthless. Maybe you look at your past or that issue of your past or that trauma, that trial, that difficulty of your past, and you look at that and you think, that's absolutely worthless. Maybe it's even in the negative territory. It drags me down. It's horrible. I I can't believe I had to deal with that. There's no value to that. Maybe I just need to hide it. You know what this does? Sharing with others, encouraging others, helping others move forward. It redeems that. It adds value to it. And it allows you to add value to them. Redeem your struggles by finding someone to encourage. This is why I am always advocating for the telling of story the offering of testimony you may think that what you have is not that big of a deal it's not that important that it doesn't matter it matters to someone your story is just like someone else's tell your story tell the hurt tell the loss tell the struggle tell the redemption how God used that in your life, how God gave hope and moved you forward. And that story that you thought was worthless now has value as you help someone else move forward. Which brings us to our last point. There are many things we could say here, but when you seek to encourage others, what you're really doing is making a decision to move forward yourself. Encouragement keeps you moving forward. I, I, I could oversimplify this. I don't want to. I'm not trying to. But how do I keep moving forward when life is difficult, when the, the bullets are coming my direction, as we talked about, when the mortar rounds are falling around us? We discussed this. Uh, when it would be easier to quit, to stay where I am and die, than to keep going. How do I keep going when things are so out of control and so difficult? Find someone to encourage Why? Because I'm not looking at my problems and my difficulties. I'm looking out there. I'm looking at someone else. I'm trying to find someone that I can help and that I can encourage. And in the process, I must keep moving forward. How do you keep moving forward? Focus on someone else. Be an encouragement. In our world, life is really, really tough. (laughs) and I don't think that it's going to get easier I I think there will be other challenges it will change things will look different but people will always need to be encouraged and understanding that we have a decision to make will we be the one seeking encouragement trying to find someone who can encourage us or will we simply try to find others that we can can encourage that we can be a blessing to 
it's amazing how much encouragement we find when we do our best to give it away. Listen to me. When we talk about march or die, keep moving forward, don't quit. There are very few tools that I know that are as powerful as this one to equip us to do just that. Find someone to encourage. You'll add value to their lives. Your perspective will be set right. Your story will be redeemed. And you will keep pressing forward. I hope that's a help to you today. Sometimes we just need a little bit of perspective. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, um, good, bad, or otherwise, find someone to encourage. It will make a difference in their life, and it will make a difference in yours. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching. I would encourage you, again, if you have not yet subscribed to whatever podcast platform it is you're listening from, make sure you do that. Go check out the video and other videos posted on YouTube at my channel, Jeremy Stalnecker. You can find that there. Look at jeremystalnecker.com. That links out to everything else we're doing. And go and buy yourself a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or something else over at uh, my friend's at Freedom Fatigues. Use code Jeremy10 and you will get a 10% discount. This is, of course, the March or Die show. And we understand that in life, things will get difficult. In life, the temptation to simply give up is always present. When the bullets are flying your direction, you only have one of two choices. You can stay where you are and die, or you can march. And thankfully, the choice is always yours. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.